Ahoy, Oric. I knew him, Horatio. Don't ever talk with your eyes. Be sure that you compromise. You're dead, you're dead, you're dead. You're dead and out of this world. And welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy. Not so grim. Reaper Shepherd. <laughs> and this is. Mitchell Manley, here for now. Oh, you know, I appreciate the honesty of that. Like, that's truly very on point. Yeah. And, um, it's like, I'm here for you for now. For and right I'm now. Here for now. Yeah, as far as we know, right now. Yeah. This week is Funeral Playlist. It was suggested by, like, Soup. Well, mm-hmm. it wasn't suggested like by Soup. He, like, actually suggested it. Right, yeah. Um, it's the second time we've done it. I believe it's been like two years or a year mm-hmm. and a half or something since we last did it. And I think maybe people think a lot about it. Personally, I like your mom's choice yeah. the most. I think she gets like a shout out for the best thing <laughs> that needs to be played at a funeral. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss, I can't, it's so weird. I think Miss Manley, not Miss Diane Manley. Just got Miss uh, Diane. Miss Diane. I don't think, uh, she says, I don't think it is really music, but I want the soundtrack the Pompeii slot machine makes when I hit a big payout. And I'm not kidding. Mitchell better make it happen. Yeah, my mom's totally serious about that. Yeah. Uh, it's her favorite machine down in Tunica. I was about to ask, because I know that like a couple of times like we've scheduled around y'all going to Tunica. Yeah. What does it sound like? Um, I don't even remember what the music sounds like. It's just a sensory overload in there for me, but but my mom loves it, so. Are you going to have to grab the machine to borrow it? Yeah, I might have to, unless maybe I can write whoever makes the machine, and, and they'll send me a chipboard or something. Okay. And oh, then that'd I'll get be amazing. Some, yeah, that would be kind of cool, actually, because yeah. then I would just, like, circuit bend it and, dude, yeah. why aren't circuit bent slot machines a thing? I, Jack I, Alberson, get on it. Surely it's a thing, though, right? Yeah, it's yeah. got to be. Yeah. Now we know what your mom wants played. Mm-hmm. What do you want played? So I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, for my pick, "Explosions in the Sky." Their song "First Breath After Coma." So this song is their final track, or the first track off of their album, The Earth Is Not A Cold Dead Place. And honestly, I just want this whole album played in its entirety at my funeral. Uh, the music is very emotionally rich and diverse. There, There's moments of sadness and moments of triumph and moments of uncertainty and moments of brilliant clarity. And it's all instrumental, so there's no words to like shape or distract attendees from their own contemplations. You know, it's all very pure and very subjective. 
Uh, it'd be something true to my own character, but also universally accessible and wouldn't leave my family cringing and wishing they could just skip it despite <laughs> my wishes. Uh, I think it set a pretty appropriate tone to my funeral, like both solemn and cathartic, but also kind of hopeful and celebratory. So if any of you guys are around for my funeral, uh, make sure this album get, gets played at some point. Yeah. I um, hope that all of our funerals are a little bit off. Like it's right, going to yeah. be a hot minute before we do any of that. I appreciate that you want to be, like, super inclusive in your funeral choice. Yeah, I just figure, you know, if people are going to have to sit through it, I might as well make it kind of bearable. Oh, this is a, like, a super thoughtful, contemplative piece that in its very nature leads the listener through, I guess, an almost personal path. Um, With the, like, the funeral setting, this would be, like, moments and snapshots of times with you the bell-like tones of the guitar really make it mm-hmm. just perfect in my mind the feeling of loss yet knowing it won't be forever and remembering all the good memories that breaks through that like horrible air gulpingly bad morning feeling that comes when you lose a person that we hold dear there's this wall of sound at the end that is just the sadness that like comes in waves and mitchell's gonna make me cry hard Aww. at his funeral also you're not gonna kick it anytime soon yeah let's hope not yeah I'm a little on the religious side. It's okay. It's not very like me. I chose Rufus Wainwright's Agnes Day. I'm not very religious and I'm not Catholic at all, no matter what anybody who went to church with me thinks, (laughs) because Methodist is not Catholic. It's super light version of Catholic. Uh, This rendition of Agnes Day is one of the most magnificent things I can like ever hear. It starts like so hesitantly with like this string scratching in, but almost feels like this old screen door that's just kind of like slowly closing and it's got like a rusty spring which uh let's just say sometimes that's how life closes sure. uh it builds so slowly but when rufus's voice comes in with all its beautiful complexity and like sadness and emotion and texture it really gets just straight up jubilant after a while and just somber too like the way rufus wainwright sings is just oh, it's amazing um This song will give at least a spiritual feel to uh, my heathen funeral. (laughs) Wainwright shows his ability to sustain notes for like this insanely long period of time and uses it to his advantage to really capture what makes a hymn enthralling in like this almost Gregorian chant way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I love how slow the song builds as well, like long before the vocals come in. Uh, The whole song just sounds like a slow ascension from death and into the heavens, you know. Uh, The strings start out scratchy and noisy and sort of uncertain. 
but they slowly pick up momentum and purpose and you fade from full black into some dark clouds and like slowly as the vocals begin to emerge you start to see a little light peeking from behind the clouds and then by the last third of the song the strings and the vocals are in full force some beams are shining bright and not blinding you but just illuminating everything around you as you uh bask in the infinite love and energy and i was like definitely a high quality funeral song it's better than my other choice of like Old Whores Diet by Rufus Wainwright. Yeah, this is probably a, a I, which, slightly better choice. Yeah, it's a slightly better choice, and my family won't be nearly as embarrassed. Right. Ear Buddies, I think each time we've ever done this selection, like there's a lot of people who have thought about this. And maybe there's songs that like come out of nowhere that just shine as like, I want this to like bring forth like the emotions at my funeral. So Ear Buddies did not disappoint at all michael f comes in first with the sixth the dead only quickly decay priests and fools say we are but animate clay but rude vessels housing immortal souls but the dead only quickly decay they don't go Rising and falling like souffle, the dead only quickly decay. It would be swell to see some folk burn in hell, but when they go, it's just as pleasant to know that the dead only quickly decay. They don't go about being born and reborn and rising and falling like souffle. The dead only quickly decay. He says, I'm not a believer in the afterlife, so this would be the first song I'd like to be played at my funeral. It's a jaunty opening to a service that I would suppose would be pretty lighthearted. Uh, there's mentions of souffles twice, so I'm, I like souffles, mm-hmm. um, although w- apparently we rise and go much. Yeah, rise and fall like a souffle. Yeah, so it's short, it's sweet, emphasizes that, yeah, we quickly move on to become warm food. Um, I do need to know if there's dancing allowed at this funeral. Yeah, I would hope uh, so. so. I think it'd be respectable to do so. Yeah, so the sixth is a it's a project from Stephen Merritt from Magnetic Fields, Who? who's uh, whose praises I can never sing highly enough. Uh, he has such a beautiful way with words, and his music suits the lyrics so perfectly. Like as opposed to just writing dreary music and adding some dreary words, he allows the words and his sentiment to be the focal point, and then carefully crafts like this musical atmosphere that really serves the theme. Uh, this one's short and to the point, but the vocals here have that sort of eerie slapback echo, which gives you the impression of like a ghostly voice singing from beyond to warn us uh, that this is it. And no angels, no blinding lights, just life and then death and decay. And then having communicated his dark portent, the voice and the spirit just kind of disconnect. And that's that. And uh, we're left to sit with the knowledge of nothingness. No sentimental longing, no deep regrets or profound realizations. Just a brief reminder that this life is all we get. Yeah, and I feel like this song is so enjoyable, too. And the way it ends abruptly is kind of like, well, I guess that's how we go. Yeah, exactly. It? It's like he very much cuts it off and likes a reminder like, oh, <laughs> oops, let's just enjoy what we got. That's all we get. Kayla brings Lay who. See French. Uh, Les Miserables, a little fall of rain. But you will live for me, dear God above. 
I could heal your wounds with words of love. Just hold me now and let it be. Shelter me, comfort me. says so this would be my song of choice if there's like a normal funeral Les Miserables is my favorite musical we did it for our marching band show when I was a freshman with a different take on it got 14th at nationals that year the next year we would get first place anyways Eponine I looked that one up is my favorite character and death is beautiful and tear jerking I've seen this live several times the first was at an outdoor theater it was an overcast day, and there was a light rain through the entire performance, which enhanced the show. I bawled my eyes out during this song. I don't know this show at yeah. all. I've never seen this um, musical. I read the book, like, a long time ago. Um, Victor Hugo did not find a loss for words. Sure, or, that's true. Yeah. So, um, although I've, like, never experienced musical... It is a crowd pleaser, and I'm I'm pretty sure that is for a reason. Um, Eponine seems like pretty chill with kicking the bucket here, which makes me hopeful of being bravish at the very end. She is definitely being way romantic in her er- interpretation of death, and I kind of dig it. Uh, since I kind of work around a lot more death than I would have expected, um, it's it is hard to see like the family struggle, much like uh, the male character here. That there's the concept that the loved one may not make it and that we can't stave off the inevitable. Um, the way she frames this is like dying is like not a battle to defeat, but just like this phase that we all must pass through. And there's going to be like a little bit of rain and the flowers will grow. <laughs> and it's just kind of how it is. And she kind of just like releases. And I, I, I don't know how it happens, like how she kind of ends up there. But yeah. I'm, I'm pretty okay with how she handles it. Yeah, I have a I have a love hate relationship with musicals. Like, as many folks do, I kind of roll my eyes at the whole cliche of characters in a story just kind of randomly bursting into synchronized song and dance. Kind of takes me out of the narrative instead of like serving to an immense me uh, more deeply into the story, like it does for some people. But at the same time, like isolated from the spoken dialogue and outside of the flow of drama, the songs and musicals are often some of the most brilliantly composed and arranged pieces of music you'll ever hear. Uh, I've never seen Les Mis, so just like listening to this performance i feel like i can actually buy into the emotions here and all this although the singing is very theatrical uh, it's not like over dramatic uh, both characters kind of maintain a genuine range of emotion and like match the tone of the scene without being flamboyant and distracting so i can definitely appreciate why you'd want this played at your funeral now for someone who th- who finds it like 
not normal to burst into song and dance. Don't right. you do that like on the reg? Right, but it's not synchronized with all my friends. Usually it's just at the amusement of all my friends. Oh, I, I figure like there are just tons of flash mobs happening around all the time. That would be kind of cool though. I'm, if, if that happened in real life, maybe I should start making that happen. Like, yeah. You and I should just like come up with a bunch of songs that'll seem improvised and we'll yeah. just like be in the middle of it and start singing a song, you know. And then we have to synchronize like an actual dance performance what what form are you most comfortable with tap ballet have we done uh we need to do an episode of musicals or yeah. like songs from musicals mm-hmm. be earbuds and earworms the musical and then we'll we'll sing all it, of our it has to be like audio visual okay we're gonna we'll work this out, yeah, sorry. We'll work this out. <laughs> josh t brings well i know that he's pandering here yeah sure <laughs> He brings They Might Be Giants dead. I will never say the word procrastinate again. I'll never see myself in the mirror with my eyes closed. I didn't apologize for when I was eight and I made my younger brother have to be my personal slave. Did a large procession wave their as my head fell in the basket And was everybody dancing on the casket Now it's over, I'm dead and I haven't done anything that I want Or I'm still alive and there's nothing I want to do It's jaunty and cynical, and I appreciate that y'all are trying to have fun funerals. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coming back as a bag of groceries wouldn't be so terrible, I don't think, even if, like, you get taken from the shelf too soon. I think it's interesting. Yeah, this is a a classic example of playing to the judges, so it'll be no surprise that this made the list this week. Uh, I know Josh posted it first, and then David H. and Charlie both lamented that they were also thinking of this one. Uh, Of course, I too immediately racked my brain for appropriate They Might Be Giant songs, and they have several that I wouldn't mind playing at my funeral, actually. Uh, This is absolutely one of my all-time favorites. Uh, And as perfect as this song is, there's actually a cover of this song that I think is just gorgeous and even more tonally appropriate for like actual play at a funeral. And that cover surprisingly enough is by Steve Burns from Blues Clues. Steve? Yeah. The, what? Yeah, the original the original Steve from Blues Clues. Uh he, after he left Blues Clues, he had a, a brief foray into music. Wow. Uh, his version is much more chill and solemn but still maintains that characteristic like quirkiness of a they might be giant song. I'd gladly accept either version at my own funeral. Uh, in fact, you can just play any They Might Be Giant <laughs> songs at my funeral, whether they fit the tone or not. I'll gladly take John and John playing me out any I, day. Uh, so there will be a reception afterwards for the coffee and donuts time, right? Right, yeah. So the, they'll just have a soundtrack going. Yeah, we'll just right. play Flood in its entirety. <laughs> Your funeral seems like so much of a party. I, I'm okay with that. I want it to be. I've been to enough terrible funerals, so let's just like have, have fun and celebrate yeah. life. Enjoy the memory part not right the sad exactly part. johnny the metal davis brought sons my wall testifying to my claim that the christians of yatesbury are christian in name but their stomping pounding actions attest to their christianity happiest at rest the domino played at the john stewart hall can attest that its keeper is the he 
Because I would want to annoy the hell out of my family one last time to sit through a song that's over 25 minutes long. (sighs) (laughs) I would be so annoyed with such a long song. It is well documented how how much I don't like incredibly long songs. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to be bringing a sleep mask to this because I'm going to build the story in my head and puzzle out what the heck this like poem (laughs) story is. It's, I expect this to be read dramatically live by mm-hmm. Sun. Um, I shall accept not a thing less. Even the instrumental ending is dense AF. Uh, there's now actually going to have to be a cat, uh, uh, like a pack to keep Metal Johnny alive. So right. I'm not having to go to like what I'm going to presume to be a six hour funeral with very long songs. Conversely, I am going to put together a pack to assassinate Metal Johnny so that I can be the one to play Son at his funeral. Run, Johnny. (laughs) Run. Yeah, so so as impenetrable and obtuse as Son can be, it's hilarious that Johnny picked one of the less abrasive, more tolerable Son tracks to play at his (laughs) funeral here. Um, His family would probably still furrow their brow in confusion and unrest, but of all the Son songs that you could make normal folks listen to, this one ain't so bad. Uh, this one probably not the most probably not the most introspective or like emotionally comforting pick, but I think Johnny would agree that perhaps being emotionally comforting isn't always the the ideal. <laughs> you know, dealing with death is a struggle no matter how you slice it. And I definitely find much more value in reflecting Johnny's true character through his funeral music rather than just singing comforting lies about the arms of angels. You know, oh, it's more like the doom and gloom from like a god of the mountain. Yeah, sure. So I'm it's kind of like. The, the, the character has Doom and Gloom from the God on the Mountain is my next Doom Metal record, by the way. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm just trying to help. Justin W. bringing a light of sunshine to the mountain uh, brought Peggy Lee's It's a Good Day. Everything to gain and nothing to lose. A good day from morning till night. I said to the sun, good morning, sun. Rise and shine today You know you gotta get going If you gotta make a showing And you got the right of way Cause it's a good day For paying your bills And it's a good day For curing your ills So take a deep breath And throw away the pills Cause it's a good day From morning till night simply said celebrate life zany friends and family this is 
perfectly fine day for moving along. I love that sentiment. It is a great metaphor for life and then for just like going in and out of life. Like, well, you got to strap those shoes on. You got to pay them bills. And hey, today's a good day to be doing that. Uh, This song is a pure joy and I'm totally thrilled a person would pick it to add some perspective to what could be like in some people's minds a pretty cruddy day certainly and it's just it's Peggy Lee yeah it's it's great yeah uh, I, you know I've, I've read several folks talking about how using songs at your funeral will pretty much ruin that song for your friends and family forever and there's absolutely some truth to that but this song I think represents a good antidote to that uh, it reminds people to continue enjoying the good days that they have left because they are indeed numbered and also appreciate appreciate that despite the circumstances of the event, the, the impression that will remain long after the funeral will be one of joy and celebration instead of like the, the sadness and mourning. So no matter what, your your recollections of a funeral not likely be fun ones. But I think a, a funeral playlist of these types of songs would leave a much more positive and hopeful vibe surrounding those memories, you know. Yeah, and also I feel like it make it would make a funeral more memorable. Because yeah. sometimes when you're at a funeral, like you're like, what happened? Yeah, and you want to just kind of you yeah. know, block a lot of that out. Yeah. But if you have something that's kind of uh, integrating you into the moment in a more engaging way. In, in like a super thoughtful way yeah, that exactly. makes you like positive. Yeah. I think if you can pull yourself out of like some of that sad mind space that yeah. like truly represent the person that you're there to kind of celebrate. I think that's good. David H rounds us out with flying lotuses, Cornus the Terminator. super contempl- uh, contemplative contemplative that word and super depthy it's got these electronic synths that move to this rhythmic beat it comes from this place of like spiritual hymns and poetry it's like very very almost church like in the way it's constructed although it doesn't sound exactly like that uh, the singers would like to save you but last what does that even mean uh, I did try to like figure out the mythology but there are a lot of like gods and men named Cornus, yeah. which I think yeah, sounds kind of like the name for king. But you had some that had kids, some that didn't have kids, some that were murdered by Hercules. So I think that's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like coroner, whatever yeah. the coroner. There you go. Whatever the root for of, that. of that is, like a coroner having to do with death. Yeah. Ha- having a coronary is that. What is a coronary? Is a coronary is about the coronary arteries in the heart. Okay, so that's a different thing entirely. <laughs> but, you know, it, Surely a, a, the same root. Yeah, oh, I don't maybe know. One's maybe one's Latin and one's Greek. Who mm. knows? Well, all you have to think about with the coronaries is 
avoid those or you might have a funeral. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea how perfect Flying Lotus could be for this theme, but this song is especially perfect. Uh, it sounds like some sort of dark gospel, but it has like some groove and depth and momentum. And so it's not solemn and mournful. It's something much more active. It's not just mere resolve and acceptance and moving on. There's struggle and tension and darkness that kind of has to be wrestled, not unlike the mood of a funeral. Uh, but it also has that tinge of triumph. You know, the momentum of the song doesn't let you fall to your knees and give up. It holds you up and pushes you through. And it acknowledges the sadness and the pain along the way. But it also emphasizes the strength to live with fervor so that we can also face death with that same fervor. Yeah, and like that same kind of like dignity and stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like as I've gotten older, I've gotten more comfortable with the concept that we do end as people. Sure. And I, I think that like... I know Aaron, when he brought the theme, or soup, whichever you want to call him, was saying that's kind of morbid, but I think that almost like contemplating our own ends is kind of psychologically helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so I I really like this theme, (laughs) which is why I don't mind doing it again, because it's like really, it's something that can always be updated. For sure. Uh, Next week, we do have another listener-submitted theme, which is Kayla's... Uh, hardened hearts, I believe that was the yeah. correct. Yeah, that's the kind of the way we're gonna go about that one. If you want to tweet at us, you can tweet at Mitchell at Pow I Gotcha. I'm at Madam Woolite, and the show is at End Pod. Facebook Earbuds and Earworms Podcast Group is where you can go and find all of the songs and the amazing constructions and everything. Oh, so many stories, so many stories. Metal Johnny has a lot of opinions of what he wants played. Right. Yeah. yeah. The voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or 731-400-2837. You can email the show, endpod at gmail.com, and you can always find the show, endpod.com, part of the 10710 network. This is Soup's theme, so I I, I guess that Soup gets the final song. Which, That's fair. Yeah, which is... Breaking Benjamin's song, Ashes of Eden. And when he resubmitted this in the the thread, he said, well, here's my pick again. Hope you all enjoy the song as much as I do. This is a song I heard and just everything stopped. Stress, anger, sadness, and pain. I know we all have that one song. If we hear it, we just stop dead in our tracks. More grim. Sorry. (laughs) The music is beautiful. The lyrics are so powerful and the harmonies are amazing. It's an emotional ride that I would be proud to uh, to have present when my exit from this world. So, I'm going to end the show with Breaking Benjamin's Ashes of Eden. Enjoy. Will the faithful be rewarded when we come to the end? Will I miss the final warning from the lie that I have lived? Is there anybody calling? I can see the soul within, and I am not worthy, I am not worthy of this. Are you with me after all? Why can't
Nothing left to fear And I am still calling 